Is this thing on? <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> Happy motherfucking Monday, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Opinions. I'm your host, Kenzie, and I am really glad to have you guys here on this marvelous fucking Monday. I hope everyone's been doing well. We have been having some mixed weather down here in upstate South Carolina. It's like we'll have days that are beautiful, days that are dreary and rainy. We've had some hot days, some cold days. It's like the weather doesn't know what the fuck it's wanting to do. But today, thank the Lord, it is beautiful. So beautiful, I almost didn't want to like jump my ass in the house to record. (laughs) And that's not something I typically say, right? So... For this week, I want to talk to you guys about shit I've done gotten way too damn old for. You know, like when you've just hit this phase of life and you're like, okay, I've got to rethink some stuff that I have patience, that I have time for, that I'm going to tolerate. Well, I am here. She has arrived. And I realized all of this after having an awful fucking Saturday. Okay. So just a terrible fucking Saturday. Didn't know what the fuck way was up this past Saturday. And so I want to share some of that with you in case some of you guys and gals out there have just had a period of life where you've been absolutely frustrated and not knowing what the fuck to do. And you just realize you don't have the stamina to put up with the fucking bullshit anymore. (laughs) So Let's get started. So did you guys realize that after you're 30, there's like a whole Googleable list of bullshit that you should not be doing? <laughs> I don't know. I got so frustrated. I was like, let me just Google a list of shit that you should not be doing after 30. I'd also venture to say that there's a list of things that you should not tolerate after you're 30 or like as you're making your way into adulthood, right? So the latter part of your 20s and um, the early part of your 30s. And I know some of you are listening like, oh, I'm fucking 24. I'm a goddamn adult. No, the fuck you're not. (laughs) Sit down, shut the fuck up and you just listen for a second. (laughs) So I got on my phone and I started Googling because, like I said, I was absolutely fucking frustrated. So I got on my phone and I started Googling shit and things that you shouldn't do after 30 just for shits and giggles. And, like, there's a few things that I completely agree with. Like, for instance, um, seeking approval from other people, um, hitting up your mom and dad for money, keeping bad friends around out of convenience because you're too lazy to cut them out, send them packing. Um, We've had that conversation before. Skipping beauty routines. Ugh, just went and like spent a fortune in motherfucking Ulta, honey. $300, dropped that shit in Ulta for my hair, my skin, my nails. It is, you have to, it is a must. Start early. I don't care if you don't have a crack yet, you'll get them. Start early. Uh, eating fast food. Lord, I have digestive problems. I stay the fuck away from that shit as much as I can. But sometimes it happens. Spending most of your money on alcohol or eating out. <laughs> we'll talk about that one shortly. 
not saving money, texting while driving, participating in drama. There were some that says you shouldn't be on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat. But I don't like socialize through Snapchat or through social media at all. So there's that. I promote via social media. I don't socialize really. And I know that that's terrible because it's so hard to meet people outside of social media because people use it as a handicap, like a crutch nowadays. But anyways, so there's just all these things that you shouldn't do after 30. And I would say mostly for myself because I don't have Personally, I don't have the stamina to do a lot of those things, like whether it's metabolizing three McDonald's cheeseburgers or running down bullshit friends or working 65 hours a week to pay for my drinking habit, my going out to eat habit. Like I don't have the energy or the stamina. And I found myself this past Saturday realizing that like on a serious note, There were things that were happening around my home and in my personal life that I did not have the stamina to tolerate anymore. So you guys know that me and my mans have been going through it. Like it was a kind of a funny narrative last year about the on and off of me and him. Well, that's kind of been our life for six years and it's hard. I can laugh it off and pretend like it's not. One day I'll tell you all the story. That story's probably coming really soon. And it will be a two-parter because it's a fucking long one. Um, But I've realized lately that I don't have the patience to keep repeating myself. My grandmother watches my son for me a lot. So it's not just the stuff with my with my mans, it's stuff with her, with my son and not feeling like me as a parent, like my wishes for raising him, whether it's making sure that he's healthy and exercising and playing like, and I'm not saying I expect my child to be doing push-ups and sit-ups, but I mean, just able to play outside and not eating crappy foods and things like that. Because like I said, I work, I'm away from home at minimum 50 hours a week. i just started managing projects. So I'm like junior level project manager, project engineer, um, assistant project manager. It kind of, kind of depends on what your company structure is, but I'm like low level project manager. I do small projects, but just because it's a smaller project doesn't mean that it's not time consuming. So in the construction industry, I work probably 50 hours a week if I'm in the office, I can I can get by with like 45 to 50 hours a week if I'm in the office. If I'm on a project, it can kind of depend. Sometimes it's 50 or 60 hours. And anyway, all that means is that my son is spending an ample amount of time with his great grandmother. Now, obviously, she's almost she's almost 80. And so she gets tired and she's not really trying to like argue with a 10 year old and things like that. But If I'm asking you to do something for my child, especially when you're spending so much time with him, then like those things need to be law, right? (laughs) It shouldn't be hard. So my man's is going haywire. My grandmother is not, she's helping, but she's not kind of listening to the wishes for my son that I have for my son. And then my son has got this like prepubescent, like snarky ass attitude that makes me call forth Jesus and want to pray every time he opens his mouth. 
I'm just over here like, please, Lord, help me breathe through this moment of my child's sassy ass attitude. And may you protect him, Lord, and keep him from what is about to happen if he don't shut his mouth and quit talking to his mother in this disrespectful ass way. <laughs> and a lot of times he doesn't even realize it's wrong. I have a very, like, obviously I'm sarcastic. I have a dry sense of humor. My child has developed those things. It's completely genetic or learned. I don't care. Nature, nurture, all of it. I know that I contribute to that. But as a single mother, like, and I say single mother because my man's doesn't really help me in the disciplinary actions of my child. I bet you guys are like, after six and a half years, he does. What? But he's been on and off. So... He takes a step back. He's got his own kid and we kind of, we co-parent where necessary, but mostly I, when it comes to like disciplining my child, I am the sole disciplinarian the same way I'm his like sole provider. <laughs> so all of these people, like all of the people I love the most, right? Especially in my immediate family because I consider my man's a part of my family after all this time he's a part of my chosen family just like my friends have been all of these people started on me on Saturday and I am an adult right I am supposed to take my problems head on take responsibility you know be proactive be a problem solver no no that's great most of the time. That's amazing if you can be that way most of the time. I am that way most of the time. That's great if you can be that way all of the time. But between work and my mans and my and my grandmother and my son, I'm just like, I felt like the weight of the world was on top of me and I was smothering. And so you can't run away, right? Because you've got all of these people looking to you for guidance or for dinner at the very least. And so what do you do? Like, what do you do? You just sit there and you kind of fucking take it, right? Like you just figure it out and push through. That's what an adult does, right? No, that's not what the fuck I did. Y'all, I left. I fucking left. I quietly, quietly like, when I say quietly, I, I was not screaming to the top of my lungs because that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to scream at everyone, everyone. My son and my grandmother were at my house. My man's was at his house and he was calling and texting bullshit left and right. And instead of like freaking out, I backed out of my driveway and as I'm backing out of my driveway, I hit my cousin's car <laughs> or his truck. And then the screams came and I didn't yell at my cousin because I should have been paying attention ultimately. But at this point, I mean, my car is a year old, so I it's still practically brand new. And so all of my frustration just came out. I pulled down the road for a little bit, was listening to music, and I was like, Like, <laughs> could not take it anymore. I called my grandmother and I was like, I might be back before Monday afternoon. Do not call me. Do not text me. Do not bother me. I need a minute. 
called my son and I was like, you know what? You haven't been listening to your mom, so that's fine. You get to hang out with your nanny for this weekend. I will see you sometime before Monday, maybe. I love you. I would talk to you later. Called my mans and was like, I'm tired of your disrespectful ass being unappreciative. I am taking a weekend and I'm going to be to myself. Do not fucking text or call me. If you're texting or calling me, that'll be the longer that it takes me to speak to you. Well, obviously I'm recording this fucking episode on my couch or in my love seat on a Sunday. So I was bluffing or maybe at the time I wasn't bluffing, to be honest with you. At the time, I don't feel like I was bluffing. I just think I later went and did everything that I needed to do. So I bailed. I had this whole weekend planned. I was going to clean up my house, you know, start spring cleaning. I know it's a little early, but the weather here isn't terrible. So I was going to start spring cleaning, like dusting down baseboards and fucking cleaning out cabinets. I was going to start raking up my, all the leaves and like burning them and like getting my yard ready. And I was like, fuck it. Fuck it. I bailed. I literally just left. Didn't. I did think twice. I felt bad about it. But as I was driving off, suddenly that weight started to lift. I started to feel a lot better. So I tried to call my mom, but she didn't answer. I called my dad, called Taylor, and they both said the same thing. My my dad and, and Taylor said the same thing. Get the fuck out. No one's wanting to listen to you. No one's being appreciative. No one's being respectful. Take a moment, take an evening, and breathe. And you know what? That was the best advice anyone could have given me. I took my ass to Greenville, and I did some retail therapy. It was amazing, you guys. People are probably like, oh my god, you're an adult. Like, you really just went on a shopping spree. Yes, the fuck I did. Like, I don't care if you're a woman or if you're a man right now. Anybody's going to level with what I'm saying. Do you know what it's like to go out shopping and just trying to look for things that you're trying to look for? And you've got your wife or your husband nagging at you about what you're spending or the fact that they're out and there's other things that they could be doing. You got your kid or your kids in the background bickering or whining about having to fucking walk in a store. I don't care if it's damn Cabela's or Ulta or anywhere the mall like wherever fucking walmart everybody's just bitching moaning whining and complaining about something you can't really get done what you're trying to get done and get it done in motherfucking peace because nobody's trying to be peaceful everybody's kind of for themselves so i got to go and i just got to do whatever the fuck kenzie wanted to do for an afternoon i threw up the motherfucking deuces took my ass to the mall Dropped like $600 on a new outfit. Yes, I said $600 on a new motherfucking outfit. I bought me some new heels. I bought me a new pair of jeans. I bought me this beautiful jacket. It's nice too, like this linen blend jacket. So it can be like fall, spring, summer type thing, depending on how you wear it and where you're living. But for me, it can go well into summer and it can go well into like fall and spring. So it's just not a winter jacket. Anyway, I love my jacket. And then I bought me like three new tops and some new jewelry. And I was so excited. I felt pretty. I got to try on like literally 20 different tops without anybody bitching at me. I got to walk in like 10 different stores without anybody whining. 
without anybody complaining. I got to buy what I wanted to buy without somebody telling me I I don't like that or I don't like this all because of whatever reason, because I, I have a whole bunch of boys, right? So they want mom and girlfriend to be modest. And I do dress modest for the most part, but sometimes I want to, I want to buy things that are more like figure fitted and things like that. I don't like, I kind of dress like classy with a little bit of sass. So they don't really have to worry about me showing the goods anyway. I'm never going to show a bunch of cleavage. I'm never out here showing my ass. I'm a mom for, for one. And I like to dress a little classy for two. That's just me. I, I like like, a little bit of a deep V, but like a classy deep V. I like like showing a little back, showing off a little leg. Uh, I don't like showing too much, but I think it's more of like my child telling me he doesn't like the Fleetwood Mac shirt purely because he's never really known who Fleetwood Mac is. He knows now. I made him listen to some Rhiannon <laughs> earlier in the car or my man's not understanding why I want to go and spend $150 on a linen blend jacket. That's more of the things that I have to listen to. They're like, Ooh, I don't like that. Or Ooh, I don't like that. Not because of the way it looks, but typically because they don't understand why I'm buying it and my pr- and the price point. <laughs> and I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like hush my money, my money, mine. So anyway, I also got to eat what I wanted and just, I spent hours hours just walking around the stores looking at different things and it was perfect it was absolutely perfect it was exactly what I needed now maybe you're not like a shopper right or maybe your retail therapy wouldn't have been done at a mall maybe you like fucking rooms to go or Kirkland's I don't really care I don't really care if you're coming home with a comforter set or a new outfit the point is is like I got to go out and do something I wanted to do whether you're thing is shopping or nature walking or going to visit your favorite aunt whatever it is I got to do what I wanted to do no questions asked and it was freeing I got to breathe I ran away and I got to breathe and I didn't give a fuck about how old I was all I cared about was what I needed in the moment And I didn't want to be toxic around my family. I didn't want to yell. I didn't want to be angry all day. So I recognized in myself what I needed. And I just fucking went and got it. So (laughs) here I am and I've been shopping from about 11 a.m. to 4 or 5 p.m. I think about 4 p.m. And it couldn't have worked out better because I had already planned to go out with Taylor later that night. He had a friend that he's been really wanting me to hang out with. Um, I I know that me and Taylor briefly spoke about how we went through a breakup, like an 18 month breakup where we weren't hanging out and stuff like that. Well, this is who was there for him when I wasn't, except we've never really, me and Taylor's been cool now for right at a year. And so we, me and her haven't really had a chance to hang out and he's been really wanting me to meet her. So I decided to, we all decided to go out 
and have like an evening of drinks and tapas at a few boutique bars. And so I go to Taylor's house and I start getting ready and we head out (laughs) now. Like I said, there are things that you should not do after 30. (laughs) I threw out the window running away, right? Because I was like, fuck it. Like today I need to run away. So I ran away and I don't give a fuck how old you are. Sometimes you just need to get away for a second. Well, we don't leave the house until 8 p.m. Y'all can call me a lazy fuck or whatever. I don't really care. But 8 p.m. is late for this bitch. All right. Like 8 p.m. I'm typically sitting down in my bed, have already had like a glass of wine and I've got that nice little warm feeling and I'm asleep by 830. And we didn't fucking leave the house till eight in the evening. Well, we get to our first destination around 830 and it's called the rabbit hole. I've been trying to get Taylor and other friends, but especially Taylor, to go to the rabbit hole for probably six to eight months now. Um, I have a friend, a co-worker that DJs there. That's kind of his night thing. That's his passion, right, is DJing. So I heard about it through him, and I've been wanting to go. And if you guys are in Greenville, I know that we've actually had celebrities coming to Greenville lately, and you'll just have to look that up. So Greenville, South Carolina. If you guys ever come, go to the rabbit hole. It's a really cute boutique bar. It's Alice in Wonderland themed. And they serve all these cute little specialty drinks. And it's it's just amazing. Like, I love it. I fell in love with it as soon as we walked in. I'm a big Alice in Wonderland fan anyway. Not like the cartoon, the Disney cartoon, but like the actual book. So... I loved the energy of the bar and I love like the people. Everybody there had really great vibes. It's an older crowd of people. So you don't see a bunch. And and even if there are younger people in there, so like in their 20s, it's not a bunch of like noise and loud talking. There's also not a bunch of dancing or anything like that either. It's just a place where you should go and expect to have really great drinks, really amazing like tapas. They have a charcuterie board that is to die for and just kind of vibe and meet new people. And I'm all about it. I I loved every second of it. So we were there for a little while. I got to see my friend. And then after that, we left with a pretty good little buzz. And we went to a speakeasy called Vault Invader, which I also recommend. They have this option on the menu where you can do the dealer's choice and you can pick two flavors. So like earthy, floral, spicy, sweet, boozy, whatever. And I think it's like 12 options or, you know, 16 options that you can choose from, something like that. And You pick two flavors and they bring you a drink based off of those two flavors. I'm like a sweet and spicy person. (laughs) And um, so, well, actually, let me back up. So when I was trying drinks at the rabbit hole, the last thing I got tasted like tequila almond milk. I don't know why. It wasn't the best. Everybody else got amazing drinks. I just happened to pick the dud on the menu. (laughs) You know, every place has them, I think. So then when I get to Vault Invader, I choose sweet and spicy. 
Now, I don't know if you guys have heard me talk about it, but I have digestive problems. <laughs> I have problems with my gut. And I choose sweet, sweet and spicy. I had done this previously and it was perfect. Like it was kind of like this sweet and spicy margarita thing. It was amazing. I, I don't know what they did, but it, it was great. Okay. I could have bathed in it. <laughs> well, this time what they brought me was like heartburn in a glass. I guess it was a new bartender, but it was fucking terrible. Okay. Like Taylor looked at my face and just burst out laughing because the way it was like, I was drinking jalapenos with alcohol. Like it was like jalapeno liquor. And I'm not saying like the taste of a jalapeno because it had that too, but it was like the heat of a fresh picked jalapeno. There were no jalapenos in my glass. They're like as a garnish or nothing. But I like drank this and I was like, oh, holy motherfucking hell. And I pay, you pay like, I, I can't remember how you pay. I guess that's negligible. But no, I don't care if you're paying $5 or 15. I'm going to drink it all because I'm paying for it. And I've also, I'm like, I'm not going to be a fucking pussy. Like I'm going to fucking drink this drink. And I let them, let the two, let them taste it. And they're like, oh God. So I finished drinking that. And y'all, after I was done about 15, 20 minutes later, I fucking immediately hit the damn shitter. Like I blew, <laughs> I blew that bathroom up. Thank God that there was like spray in there, but it liquefied everything that was in my, in my guts. Like I, I just walked out and I fucking looked at Taylor and I was just, we've got to go. <laughs> he was like, bitch, no, you didn't. It's like, yes, yes, honey, I did. So we fucking leave this bar and Taylor and Maddie, I was the driver. Taylor and Maddie at this point, Taylor's like three sheets, three sheets to the fucking wind. And it was hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Because we laugh and we say that as I drink, I get a little gay I have gay friends that as they drink, they get a little straight. Well, as Taylor drinks, he goes from gay to gayer. <laughs> so it was hilarious. All his like feminine little quirks kick in and he gets the giggles and it's just fucking, it's just funny. And anyway, so they're tipsy and I'm in charge of getting us to the next destination. Well, Taylor's only 26 and you would think that there's not a big difference between 26 and 30, but there is. And Maddie, Maddie, <clears throat> she's like 36, I think. And she's a dancer. So she's got it going a little bit better than me. I'm just going to be honest. She does as far as her like energy and things like that. And she does retail. So I had a lot of energy when I worked retail because you almost have to. Your shifts rotate. You're up late at night. You're up early in the morning. Like you never know what the fuck you're getting. So your body's just kind of used to being jerked around. Well, my ass has then got on a routine and my body likes my routine. But anyway, I digress. So we go out and the next thing T wants to do is he wants to go dancing. Well, y'all, like, I love to shake my ass, okay? Like, I'm gonna bounce that ass. <laughs> like, I love it. I, I love dancing. I used to really, like, when I went out all the time, I used to love dancing. I get drunk. The first thing I wanted to do was dance. 
And even before, like, give me two shots of tequila and throw me on a dance floor. I'm going to dance all night long till my feet are bleeding almost. Well, we go to this dance club called DT's and we, we go and we start dancing. The vibe was just lame to me. Like, they weren't playing a bunch of good music. I found that a lot of bars now or like dance clubs now are doing a lot of like fucking reggae tone like mix it up a little bit please like there's only so much unless you actually know how to dance to that type of music like culturally there's only so much that the average person knows how to do to that okay I don't I mean I love dancing to it like like mixing it up in the middle of things but it that should not be what I'm hearing all night long. If you've got Latin night, okay, great. Then I walked into the bar and it's my fault. I should have expected that shit. But if I'm just walking to a regular dance club, I expect like fucking hip hop, even maybe like a little bit of like slow moving R&B, like pop music. I want some old school mixed with some new school. Like you mix me in some reggaeton. I'm expecting all things like rump shaking both ways, make me do a double take type shit, right? No, 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 no. Well, anyway, Taylor and Maddie are out there popping their pussies on the motherfucking dance floor. And I've already started to break a fucking sweat. So I talked them into going to a different bar called Vine. And it's known more for like it's hip hop music and dance music. I've never really heard a whole bunch of reggaeton up in there. So I was like, I just, I need a change of scenery. So we go in there and... Immediately, I start hearing the music and I'm just like, yes, yes, this is it. Yes, let me hear some motherfucking Megan, some fucking Cardi, some Drake, whatever. Okay, I'm just ready to shake my fucking ass. So I start dancing and suddenly this guy comes up behind me and I don't immediately turn around, which was my fucking mistake. And I like kind of just bob with the music a little bit. I'm not like giving him everything I got. And suddenly I start to feel his fucking penis on my ass. Yes, I pause for dramatic effect. I felt his dick on my ass. Okay, men, boys, kings and queens. I don't want to feel your throbbing penis on my butt cheek while I'm moving and shaking and dropping it low with you. Okay, I feel like you should be able to display a little bit more self-control. I don't care how attractive you are. Like, I have to be extremely horny and extremely drunk for me to be turned on by that. Like, I don't like to know that you're that thirsty, okay? So, I was completely fucking turned off. This guy starts, like, talking to me and like, hey, girl, you so beautiful, blah, 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 blah. And I'm, like, turning around. I had already turned around. And I'm just like, no, you know... I'm not interested. This is my man. I'm with him and I'm trying so hard. I would have been better off telling him that I was a lesbian and I was with Maddie because Taylor's over there and I'm like, this is my boyfriend. And Taylor's like, yes, bit. Like, no, <laughs> like, what the fuck was my judgment here? I don't fucked up here. This motherfucker does not believe that this is my man. And so then Maddie tries to change places with me so that he'll stop fucking bothering me and he just walks off. And Maddie's like, what the fuck? I've been trying to get somebody to dance with me all night. And even the horny, throbbing motherfucker wants to like blow me the fuck off. So I felt so bad for Maddie and so relieved that the creep was gone. <laughs> but anyways, guys, like 
All in all, the night completely made up for the day. I absolutely had an amazing time. I'm so thankful for running away. I'm thankful that I got my breathing period and that I was able to take a second and just get what I needed. So I hope everyone has a wonderful week. Thank you all so much for listening to my vent session. And if you're feeling a little overworked, a little used and abused, unhappy, like the joy is being sucked out of your fucking life, go find your happy this coming weekend. No, we're not calling out of work and we can't actually run away, but we can have our happy. We can find that for ourselves. So good luck and enjoy it.